My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Psycho Gore Man. It's definitely Gore Man. I think in the mini episode, I was calling it Gorman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds more like a team of Psycho Gorman. So it's Gore Man. Yes, just one. Singular. Actually, I think the movie is technically called PG. Psycho Gorman. Yeah. At first, I thought it was rated PG. Notably not rated PG. Definitely not. But honestly, it's not scary. It's no, not It's it, not sexual. It it's not sexual. There's no, there's really not even any naughty language at all. They use the F word a couple times. They say frig most of the time, though. Yes, most of the time. They did say it a few times. Uh, and you said it's gory, and it is really gory, but the gore is so over the top. Yeah. That it doesn't it doesn't seem like serious violence. Yeah, it's not realistic gore. So this is a super gory movie as the title suggests. You could probably let your kids watch this though. Older kids. I would let any of them watch it. Yeah, but we're not good parents. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I look at it like this. So there's games with realistic violence, video games. Mm-hmm. Games like Call of Duty or I was going to say Wolfenstein. It's not realistic, but like they're humans. Our kids don't play this. They play. Well, one of them does. He plays Call of Duty type games and Battlefield and all that stuff. First person shooters. But then you have a game like Doom, which is hyper violent, super gory, but it it gets to the point where you're killing demons, you're not really killing humans. It gets to the point where it's so over the top and ridiculous that it's almost you might as well not even it might as well not even be violence. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like a fucking joke at that point. And that's where this movie is. This movie is far more on the doom end of things than the call of duty end of things. Uh it's only 95 minutes long. To which, when you saw that, you said, "Ah, sweet. Mm-hmm. But our children made sure it took about 85 hours to watch this movie. Yeah, we had quite a few interruptions. It was almost a fucking joke how much they came in here f- during this movie. In their defense, we didn't announce we were going to watch it. No, but in my defense here, they all came in more than one time. And they knew we were watching it at that point. We can forgive a little bit of it. In fact, we can forgive all of it because it's not that fucking important. Wow. That doesn't sound like you at all. I'm a new man. So how great have my picks been since the last rom-com revenge? Better. We had this, Malignant, Halloween, and Final Destination. Not a terrible one in the bunch. 
Final yeah, Final Destination was probably the worst. Mm-hmm. This is this the past two months have been a treat for you on the podcast, honestly. This one was pretty dumb. Yeah, but I mean, and I was getting tired of it. Yeah, I was. It seemed a little longer than ninety-five minutes, but I do chalk some of that up in the us having to take little breaks every now and then. But it did seem a little bit longer than it was. Like I was like, there were a couple times I'm like, is this fucking thing almost over? Mm-hmm. But to the cast, we're not going to cover much of it. We're just going to cover the main two. The lead in this movie is Nita Hanna. According to IMDb and Metacritic, she was also in Books of Blood. Uh, I can't figure out who she was in that film, but that's her only other credit. And it's a bit controversial because I was like looking around. I'm like, where the fuck was she in Books of Blood? And my IMDb kept just freezing when I would click on Books of Blood. Mm-hmm. So I could not even, I could not scroll through there and find her on there. I looked in the filmography on Google and all that. It shows up on her f- filmography on Metacritic and IMDb. But if you click on the movie, she doesn't show up. So I'm not completely sure she was in it. And I watched a interview on LRM on YouTube. And she said this movie was her first movie. So I'm not sure she was in it. Regardless, if she was in it or not, that means we have watched 100% of her movies for this podcast. That's true. And that's uh, Mimi, mm-hmm. the little girl. So we're going to have to keep an eye on her moving forward so we can watch all of her horror movies on this podcast. We have to keep an eye on her anyway. She's kind of nuts. Yeah, she is out of her fucking mind in this movie. I would imagine that's not the real character being out of her mind. But you never know. Some of the best characters are just their real persona turned up to 11, mm-hmm. as Stone Cold Steve Austin says. So Owen Meyer plays um, Luke. I have written in here, the other child. I didn't say the other child right now because Psycho Gorman kept calling him boy boy, mm-hmm. and could not remember his name. So God damn it, I'm going to remember his name. Uh, he hasn't been in anything we've covered, but he will be in Terrifier 2, which very likely will be on this podcast. Yay. Because you liked the first one so much. That Terrifier? Was, that was before the podcast. Oh. Yeah, with the clown. Art the clown. Doesn't talk at all. Remember that movie where he hung that naked lady up upside down and took the saw and cut her entire body in half? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Gross. And <laughs> maybe watch something like that again? Yeah, Terrifier 2. So outside of those two, uh, we'll just move on to the movie because everyone in this film, in this movie does Indian low-budget stuff that you won't know about or care about. Sound reasonable? Mm-hmm. So it's time for the main event. We got us a, a scrolling text dialogue, so we're getting all this exposition out of the way, the backstory. That's why this movie can be 95 minutes long. Because they're just going to tell us everything. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I like that shit. A lot of people don't like it. I fucking love it. Give me all the information right away. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, give me that fucking Star Wars scroll. Every movie. We were watching it with the subtitles on. They didn't do very well. There was a bunch of mistakes. Yeah, the, the weirdest thing about them was the dialogue would be flipped. So... The person that said the second thing in a conversation's text would come up before the person that said the first things, and then their text would come up after. Mm-hmm. So it was just like flopped, which 
It was weird, but I mostly listened to it. I didn't really read the subtitles, especially during the scrolling text when there was a scrolling text, a narration, and then the subtitles for exactly what was on the scrolling text. Yeah, three it's, different ways. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two siblings, Mimi and Luke, and they're playing some like awesome hybrid dodgeball game called Crazy Ball mm-hmm. with the five-point butt bonus. <laughs> There's quotable shit in this movie, and that's one of them. So you can expect to be standing in the kitchen at the sink, and this guy walks past you, smacks you on your ass. And gets the five-point butt gets bonus. Gets the five-point butt bonus. Great. For months. I'm going to have so many butt bonuses. Because if you're turned around, I'm smacking you on the butt. I can't wait. I'll keep score for everyone, I guess. Do not blame me. I can't help it. I can't help that I do it. My butt's so nice. Yes. And I can't help the five-point butt bonus because that's too fun. It is too fun. For you. For you. If I didn't do it, you would be upset. You'd be like, what's going on? You would You would be worried. You would think I'm mad at you if I didn't smack you on the ass every time I was near you. <laughs> you would think I'm mad at you. Or I would think you think I'm mad at you. One or the other. But it's a safe bet that I think you're mad at me, so... You wouldn't be going far out on a limb believing that. And it cuts to them randomly digging a hole at night, just fucking getting right in there, getting this party started. The children she said have... whoever loses guess has to get buried alive. Yeah, but they didn't do that, though. They just dug the hole. But that was why they were digging the hole. I know, but I feel like she wasn't actually going to bury him alive. Really? I don't yeah, know. You, you just spent a whole 95 minutes with her. Yeah. But she never actually really tried to kill him. Somehow she knows the code, though. She did any, any, money, mo. Yeah. The, the unbreakable code, according to that council in outer space. Yeah. That hole was massive, and they got that shit covered so quick. We're five minutes into this movie, and I love it. I love everything that's happening. Did you love it at this I point? I liked it at this point, yeah. Uh, I don't understand why the parents were yelling at Mimi for beating her brother at sports. They should be yelling at Luke for losing. No, they shouldn't be yelling at anyone. Right, but I mean, if there Maybe is someone... Maybe punching him so hard. If there is someone to yell at in this scenario, it's Luke. Because Mimi is fucking awesome at this point. She dismisses her parents. She asked for the monster to kill her brother first, which was funny then because you weren't sure if she really would kill her brother. Right. I'm still not really sure. But I'm also not as sure she would not kill her brother. Like, I'm not sold on the fact that she would. Yeah, I've changed my mind on the way I feel about her. If push comes to shove. Uh, And they Morse code that grandma is in hell forever. 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 So she must have been a real piece of work. Or maybe not. Because what we know about Mimi, she could have just been a nice lady. And at this point, I also like the dynamic of this weirdo fucking family. Like, the dad's a goof, but he's well-intentioned. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem he doesn't seem bad. He seems fine. Just a laid-back, cool dude. And the mom is the boss of the house. Mm-hmm. So this is how houses generally should be run, I think. The mom is the boss? Yeah, and the dad's kind of like a aloof weirdo. Okay. That's the dynamic we have going on in this house. Sure. You're in charge. I'm an aloof weirdo that everybody thinks is lazy. And grumpy. I'm not grumpy. I am glad that you see me as the boss. 
And now there's a permanent recording of that. So you can always bring it back. I don't think there was ever really a question of who keeps the ship running here. Sometimes you try. Yeah, it's not even a very valiant effort, though. (laughs) Even the people that don't really know us that are just listening to this probably have a pretty good idea of who keeps this boat afloat. Wear the pants around here. Yeah. So Psycho Gorman wakes up, and he runs into some thugs in an old shoe factory, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And this is where you find out that this movie is going to be gory as fuck because we get a double decapitation. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was one of these movies. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the subject, I have six human deaths and 11 like alien slash monster deaths. I think I might have accidentally counted one of them twice. The police officer, I think I counted as both. Well, he was both. Yeah. That could be quite inaccurate though I'm not 100% sure because there were always questions on whether he killed that person or not and then they go back to it so I don't know if I marked them down twice don't take that as gospel this is one of the ones I'm the least sure about definitely no boobs no no boobs um, no jump scares and like I said very few even curses this movie isn't rated but it's just because it didn't get a wide theatrical release. It would be rated R because of all the blood and shit in it. Mm-hmm. But it's not It's not like it's not rated because it was too bad. Yeah. It's not rated because it didn't get a wide release. Because it sucks. It doesn't suck because it was a low-budget film and didn't get a wide release. And sometimes, especially during coronavirus, that happens. This was supposed to come out then. So he tells the third uh, criminal guy to live forever. Um, Like I said, as of now, I was not sure if he's dead. We quickly find out he isn't dead, but we'll get there because the hole is back. The hole in the yard is back. Somehow this family has managed to vote for the dad to fill in the hole. I don't know how they decided. They are all the boss. (laughs) I don't know how they decided this hole was his responsibility. This is clear. Kids, Kids need to fill the hole in. But now they voted for the dad. Sadly, he hurt his wrist and hand. Yeah, instantly. Attempting to do it. He is such a wuss. Mm -hmm. Or a genius. Because now he doesn't have to fill in the fucking hole. Because the kids should have to fill in the hole. They obviously made the hole. Well, not obviously, because they didn't make the hole. Yeah, they already filled in the hole They already filled it in one. Psycho Gorman made the hole. Uh, They go to the old factory because they followed his footsteps. Luke I don't is, know how they followed them that far through that thick wood. It's very muddy. Luke is jumping around at everything that falls, and there is a lot of shit falling. And this is such a fucking parody because mm-hmm. it just shit's falling everywhere. So much so that Mimi yells at him for jumping at everything. Yeah. Mimi is jumping because Luke is jumping. That's what she said. Yes. And this is why I jump whenever we watch a horror movie. You jump when I jump? Yeah, because you jumped, and not because of what happened on the TV. I haven't jumped recently. No. Well, we haven't picked any jump scary ones. I have one in mind that I specifically read about because of how many jump scares there are in it. My brother-in-law made my sister watch one of the scary movies that we've watched before, and she squealed all night long. One of the ones that we've watched on the podcast? Haunting of Hill House. Mmm. That was a show. 
That was a show? Mm-hmm. Oh. She didn't like it. She jumped a lot. That was the show where the two girls were driving in the car and that thing showed up in between them. Oh, God, that scared the shit out of me. That was probably the thing that scared you the most in any film or TV show ever. Yeah. I mean, you fucking screamed like yeah. like a person screams when there is a literal... It scared the shit out of me. I was not expecting that at all. Not only did I jump, but I screamed and about ran away. Yeah, that was the scariest uh, that was the most scared I've ever seen you. Mm-hmm. You were so petrified at that. Mm-hmm. It was really good. That's all that show was good for. Like, a lot of people love that fucking show. I thought it was kind of okay. I mean, it was pretty good, but... It, I don't think it was as good as people built it up to be. Sorry to sidetrack. Yeah, it's fine. So, we, the, the guy that I didn't know was dead is there and he's not dead. He's like frozen and his, his fucking eyes are eyes rolling, are around, rolling so. around in his head like a slot machine. Yeah. That's what his eyes looked like, a slot machine. Not the type of rolling around that eyes can actually do. Yeah. Like sometimes he's looking at his brain. Yeah. Sometimes he's looking at like the palate, the roof of his mouth. It's like a slot machine. Yeah. Like an old fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yes. Where their eyes spin around. <laughs> So Mimi isn't uh, taking Psycho Gorman's shit, though. Not at all. She tells him to shut up before she even knows that she can control him. Yep. Of course, now that she knows she can control him, she makes him do a bunch of tricks. And I th- I really wish they would have done a Terminator reference stand on one leg mm-hmm. thing, but they didn't. They, made it, they had their own little tricks to do. She tortured her fucking brother, of course. And I'm like, why is she doing this to him? But it wasn't that bad because he was just spitting him. But she's still pretty mean. Yeah, she's quite mean. And then that guy from earlier, Luke knocked him over by accident and, <laughs> and smashed his brain and killed him. <laughs> he but splattered. He still had enough in him to say thank you with his lips somehow. Yeah, well, I think he was like um, just a spirit at that point. I don't think he was even human at all. Just mm-hmm. a soul in the case. So then we go to another planet, which I was not expecting. I was like, okay. It was at this point that I was like, oh, man. Yeah. This is where it started to lose you? Yeah. So we're on Gygax, and there's some sort of council there. Gygax is where PG is from. They're they're sending an assassin, which is a Templar, named Pandora to Earth, which doesn't seem great that all these fucking aliens are going to be battling it out around the humans. Yeah. Like, like you can kind of tell she sucks because she turned some lady into a cube mm-hmm. and crushed her. And so, wiped her blood all over her face yeah, so she could turn into her. That's how she turns into her. That's so, you know, so you know, like, she's not great either. Right. You're like, Psycho Gorman sucks and this lady sucks. So this sucks for humans. Yes. But then we're back to Earth. Um, they give him a TV and some reading materials. PG does not care for hunky boys. Or does he? Or does he? We think he does. So now we get PG's life story, which I kind of thought would have been explained in the exposition crawl at the beginning of the fucking movie. But we get it anyway. Uh, he, he, The way he tells it, this makes him sympathetic. 
he's the sympathetic character somehow mm-hmm. in all this. Even um, though he killed millions of people. Possibly billions, yeah. who knows? Uh, PG tells it like the Templars were essentially slave masters. And when he found the gem, he turned into like an alien version of Nat Turner and led a slave revolt against them. Mm-hmm. So. And then took it too far. And then took it too far. Yeah. Yeah. Took it too far. And Mimi was bored with his life story. Yeah. She was always bored when he was getting into a story. There was another story that he started telling at the diner. And she was like, no. That she cut off and they never went back to it. At least this one, they went back to it. Yeah. That other one, I'm like, fuck. Stop making me dislike you, Mimi. Mm-hmm. So bringing in the TV was a mistake because he gets to talk to his boys and tell them where he is. And made the TV bleed. Made the TV bleed, which never stopped bleeding. The TV was bleeding at the end. Mm-hmm. Greg says, and this TV won't stop bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was still bleeding fucking days later. But we do find out Mimi has a crush on Alistair. She is thrilled to have him over for dinner. She wants him to bully Luke with her. He doesn't want to. He just wants to play video games because he's just a chill guy. He's friends with Luke, not her. Yeah, well, Mimi thinks um, they're going to get married one day and fight all the time like her mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> that is what she said, which is something to aspire to, I guess. Yeah. And at this point, I still like the dad. Mm-hmm. Mimi is wearing out her welcome with me, but I do still like the dad. He cooked them a nice meal in the microwave yeah in the microwave it dries out the chicken but it also brings out the flavor flavor the dry flavor so i'm gonna have to try that no in the microwave no okay we don't cook in the microwave i don't use the microwave for anything we mostly just use it for popcorn yeah i could live and you still have to have a child do that for you carolyn what i can make popcorn not very well so i cook Every night, six nights a week. But not popcorn. Five nights a week. Because you cook once, we eat out once. I cook the rest of the time. I cannot microwave a bag of popcorn. No, you can't. I cannot do it. I burn it every you time. Ask the baby to make you popcorn. Our youngest child makes me popcorn because I can't do it. I burn the popcorn all the time. We have a popcorn button that works pretty well. And you have to do less, less, yeah, which is popcorn. 20 seconds less than what the popcorn button does. So it's popcorn, less, less. No matter what, I either burn the popcorn or I make about half a bag of popcorn to avoid burning the popcorn. <laughs> so I can cook like a beef wellington or just anything ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. Not intimidated at all. I'll go in there and give it my all. And it usually works out, yeah? Mm-hmm. I can't cook a bag of fucking popcorn nope, at all. cannot. So um, we're talking about Psycho Goreman, not my culinary skills, which Sorry. are impeccable, except for the popcorn. I don't like what he did to Alistair. He turned him into a fucking huge brain. Yeah, that was gross. That was a big boo-boo there. They should have fixed him at some point. Well, she still loved him. Yeah, because she did kiss him later. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking weird, but okay. Told him she loved him the way he was. So we got one of my favorite things. This movie had one of my favorite like movie tropes in it. It was the 1980s style montage scene with like a cool techno-y song playing in the background. 
and they're singing it, which you somehow called about six minutes into the fucking movie. I was not happy that this turned into like a musical. There was two music numbers. Yeah, but weren't they the same music number? Just one, it was just sung differently? I guess. I, on the other hand, was thrilled to death at the musical number. I like montages. I like cheesy music. This this movie hits a lot of buttons for me. Mm-hmm. Also, in that house, my dad had that furniture. Did you see him there with that? It was that couch with like the fucking cabin and like the the leaves on it that everybody had. Yeah. They had that furniture. Everyone had that furniture. When my dad got it, he got it from the Salvation Army. That was that was the poverty couch. Wow. Okay. Because. <laughs> That came from the Salvation Army. Nice. Yeah. I remember going to pick it up and thinking, I cannot fucking believe you bought this couch. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? This this is the couch. Like, I didn't even give a shit that it was from the Salvation Army. That didn't matter to me, but it was so fucking ugly. And I mean, what other couch would be at the Salvation Army? Right. Not a leather one. No. It's that couch, that orange and brown and like, not white. It was like cream mm-hmm. couch. That everyone fucking had. Yeah, we had it. It even had the um, like the wooden armrest. Yeah, the, that's the that's that's the classic one. That's the better one. That's the one you want. The one where you're like, well, I'd like to lay down on this couch. But the arms are made of wood. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But I'd be better off laying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Great that's, when you forget that the pillow's not there and you should go to slam your fucking head right off it. Yep. Why did they make the couch like that? I have no idea. So bad. And everyone must have loved it because there's so fucking many of them. I bet you if we drove around to like used furniture stores and shit, we would find one of those couches in under two hours. <laughs> we could bring one of those home with us. No, thank you. I bet they're still out there. They have to be. So Mimi ate Luke's food and I thought PG was starting to equate her with the Templars. I, I looked and I, I went a little too deep there. He's just going to use her being a fucking absolute bully to try to get him to turn on her. Right. Which is a solid move. He's manipulating him in his dreams and he will manipulate him into stealing the gem. Mm-hmm. We knew this was going to happen. Yeah? Yes. We knew that's where this was going. So the cops show up with guns ablazing as they're wont to do at all times. Uh, it didn't work out for them. I don't know who called the fucking cops. I don't know why they thought they had to shoot this guy. But they did at a fucking school. Mm-hmm. They're just firing bullets everywhere. And like, it's also when you could tell that PG was starting to like the kids. Yeah, he's like, I should have let them hit you. <laughs> yeah, because he blocked all the bullets. We got PG dressed like a cowboy. Alistair is a brain and the police officer is some weird, moist, gooey zombie thing that just keeps shooting his fucking gun in the air. Yeah. Well, his hand was melted to the gun. Yeah. By the time he was shooting at PG in the battle, there's no way he had that many bullets left for no. how often he was firing off the gun. He had to reload at some point. And this is this is where I decided I did not like Mimi. Cuz she's like a kind of a, she's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like at one point in time she was just a quirky like little feminist. Yeah, I liked her like the first 30 minutes and then no. This was the point in the woods. I was like, "Fuck this girl, you know." Yeah, well, then she told him to kill her. Yeah. To kill her brother. But to scare him. But she had no clue how he'd do it. Right. He could have done it instantly. Yeah, he could have, like, like in uh, Supernatural when fucking 
Lucifer snaps his fingers and people just explode. He could have did that yeah. to Luke. She had no clue that he was going to just fucking take it easy on him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a very risky maneuver, and I don't fucking like it. I think she's playing a weird game with her brother's life, mm-hmm. and it's not fucking cool. Templar's on Earth now, and PG's boys are also here. Did you think they were going to turn on him? I don't. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't really care. I wasn't emotionally invested. I didn't think they were going to turn on him. I thought they were just going to be like incompetent, like like idiot fucking sidekicks. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was going to be. I didn't think they were going to be able to take the gym. No. But they did turn on him. They set his ass up. Mm-hmm. And so- I don't understand how them just like hitting him with whatever sticks they brought actually hurt when he took bullets just fine. Well, the, well, they were. He said they had his blood from an old battle, and it was like poison. They yeah, used but you it. don't find that out until like ten minutes later. Right, but that's why it was hurting him. Okay. They explain it afterwards. So Mimi makes him apologize, and he should have apologized because he was going to have them fucking kill those those kids. Mm-hmm. He's a bastard too at this point, mm-hmm. but. He's kind of forgivable because this is just who he is. Right. I mean, you wouldn't say that about a serial killer or anything in real life, but this guy's an alien and this is like who he is. This is his fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So a little more forgivable. He does apologize. And I think he was sincere. Sincere than his apology. Psycho Gorman kills them all, but he did eat the last one and throw him back up too. Yeah. Which was fucking disgusting. That's a warrior's death, which it's supposed to be honorable, but fuck it, nobody wants it. Yeah. It happens twice in this movie, and neither of them are thrilled that it's happening. And I also don't like the dad anymore either. Because they cut back to the house, and I don't like him anymore. The, The movie does this weird thing where I like the characters for a while. And then I'm like, these these people suck. Mm Mm-hmm. He's he's like the fucking laziest. He is lazy. Yeah. His parents called him lazy. His teachers called him lazy. And now his wife called him lazy. And he don't like that word. Yeah, he hates that word. He don't like getting called out. Yeah. Which. Because that's why he hates the word. Which is fucking relatable. I don't love being called out either. <laughs> I don't like it when you call me lazy either. Especially when I'm being lazy. Yeah. It's worse when it's true. <laughs> I don't mind it as much when it's not true. Because then I can at least defend myself. I went to work today. Rich, you're lazy. Rich, quit being lazy. What do you mean? I've been on the couch for for four hours. (laughs) Only four hours. I've had to charge my phone already, and it's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Who's going to keep this couch here if not me? You're going to fucking do it? You're going to lay here all day? (laughs) Lay here all day complaining about not having anything to do. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently I can defend myself against your baseless accusations. But just to prove he's not lazy, he went and picked PG up. And, oh, boy, Pandora is at the house, too. So we got everybody. The gang's all here. Mm-hmm. Susan made a big, big, big mistake here. She said, and I quote, once in your lazy-ass life, you don't have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> all he had to do was not leave. Mm-hmm. Just not do anything. Just go in, sit on the couch. If you said that to me, 
I would fucking do something. And like, I bet you would. Yeah. This is what would happen if you did that to me. I would fucking leave too, just like he did. I'd be like, oh yeah? Going to the old shoe factory with this alien. And you'd regret it. Yeah. But it'd be the only time I ch- I would be trying to prove you wrong. <laughs> by doing The only time you do anything doing is to try to prove technically, to me. Technically doing what you want me to do. I mean, theoretically, not being lazy. I'm pretty sure that's how this podcast started. Like, stop fucking talking about it and just do it then. It is how this podcast started. You can pretty much blame yourself for this podcast. Great. Because I'd always be talking about doing a podcast. And like, well, why don't you do one? I'm like, I don't know. And then was it Christmas or my birthday? You're like, here, here's microphones. Mm-hmm. Like, the podcast that you swear you're going to start and you're totally not going to like call in your bluff and shit. Yeah. Well, you have microphones now. Now you have to. Yeah. Guess who's doing a podcast? Yeah, me. Yeah. You fucking love it, though. Oh, my God. You wait for it all week. <laughs> holding you up like usual. Mm-hmm. Holding me up? Do you mean like holding me up like making me wait or holding me up like propping me up? Because... Propping you up. Okay. Like you only do anything if I do it for you. Okay. Or with you. With me. Or hold your hand. I want to hold it. your hand. There's a song. And I got my wrestling reference in earlier. So we're good. Thank God. I'm tired. Yeah, you look it. Luke and Mimi get in their fight. Uh, I have a feeling Luke has stolen the gem while he's in this truck. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he has. PG wants the gem. And Dad tells this weird, weird, weird story about a creepy guy in a van offering to show him some baseball cards. And he followed his gut and went in the van with him and had a great time. Yes. Somehow this ended with him not being molested. Yes, I I don't (laughs) think that's how that story is supposed to end. If there's one reason to not show your kids this fucking movie, it is that that story. Skip that part. Because he's also talking her into giving the gem into the guy that has stated he will destroy the universe. Yes. He will spare them, but he will also destroy the universe. Which seems impossible-ish. Pandora makes Susan drink some shit. I'm assuming this is to turn her into a Templar, which also happens. And we find out Luke has the gem. Why didn't you just write the movie? You already knew what was going to happen the whole time. It was pretty predictable. I was surprised. So the council is watching as um like in a crystal ball yeah it is basically in a crystal ball and i'm sitting there and they keep like quickly going past this one alien and that fucking thing looks exactly like an akak from mars attacks you ever see that movie no the brain in the fucking in the glass jar. yeah yeah that is exactly from mars attacks okay look at that fucking thing yes very similar yeah extremely similar so hopefully that was just a reference <laughs> To the fucking Mars attacks. Because if so, then it's cool. But if they're just trying to rip it off, not cool. Not cool. Yeah, get your own material. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's an homage, then it's fine. And these types of movies often do that. So Susan is going to kill her husband, it seems. That's a bit harsh for him simply just being kind of a, an asshole. You don't need to die for that. Yeah. I mean, unless they have a really good life insurance. <laughs> Carolyn, I have compared us to these people... 
You cannot turn into an alien <laughs> and kill me with a sword. That I voids... won't do it unless I'm turned into an alien, okay? That she voids... Seemed, she seemed to like him again once she was turned back. That voids our life insurance. <laughs> an alien... Not if I'm an alien. If you're an alien, it does. If if they can't prove that you were the alien, maybe not. That it's just murder. But I was so happy that this was going to be decided by a game of crazy ball. That I didn't see coming from the beginning of the movie, but I should have. Because they were playing it at the beginning. They were teaching Psycho Gorman it in the middle. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't it be at the end? Right. But I was pretty happy. I did know that this was going to come down to the old switcheroo, though. Of course. That, once it was fucking crazy ball and he said one more point mm-hmm. i'm like okay see where this is fucking going yeah it's weird though because you want luke's team to win you want luke to win but you want the other team to win mm-hmm. so you want mimi's team to win but you want luke to win because luke always loses right so i was so torn there i really wanted redemption for luke but i really didn't want his stupid fucking team to win no well, he got his apology right he oh. did he did get redemption after all. She didn't say it, but she fucking morse coded it. Another nice callback from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Susan really rounded this whole thing out. Yeah, Susan's back. Luke gets she's his all apology. Slimy. Why is she so slimy? There's a lot of sliminess in this movie. I'm assuming the slimy is like a barrier between you and your suit. I don't know. That's gross. Oh, and we do find out for sure that PG in the Hunky Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Got my Hunky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's definitely in the Hunky Boys because that was the the special boost he needed yep. to kill Pandora. So I think he's sparing the earth at this point, but it really looked like he was also destroying the earth. Just in a different part of the earth? Yeah, well, didn't you see the newscast then? Yeah. According to the news, he is destroying the earth, which I don't know if that's a great outcome for our family here. Right. They're going to be the only ones left on earth. Yeah, that's not great. No. So we almost have a um, cabin in the woods scenario where they could have sacrificed themselves and probably saved the earth. Like, if they just let PG die, they might die, too. Mm-hmm. But they probably save the Earth. But instead, they decide they want to live. And just save their family, which means- And so everyone dies, probably right. including them in the long run. Yeah, unless they procreate together, which she can't stand her brother, so I don't see that happening. No, no. Um, But, I mean, the people in that town are all safe, too, it seems like. For now. Yeah. I wish he would have changed Alistair back. I know. <laughs> Poor so fucking weird. guy. Uh, his parents seemed cool with it, though. Yeah. They didn't seem to really care. No. So I guess that's okay. I cared. I yeah, mean, I cared, too. I felt I pretty bad for him. Because he was kind of just chill. And obviously, they're able to turn back. Because the mom can turn back just on. I don't know if I missed them saying when this movie took place. But it seems like not now. Well, it was after war in Iraq because the dad made a joke about it. Yeah, but there were two wars in Iraq. Oh. So he said some kind of, did you beat whatever game 64? It's like Cyborg 64 or something. Mm -hmm. I took that to assume that it was a Nintendo 64 game. And then they were playing a game and that game looked so shitty. 
that it would have been a Nintendo 64 game. But I'm like, this can't have taken place in 1999, right? No, I don't know. But maybe it did. I don't know when this movie occurred. The cars were all kind of old, but I took that as them just being like a lower middle class family. Yeah. So I don't know when this fucking movie took place. I mean, it was filmed recently. Yeah. So did you like it? Not really. No. That's a bummer because you thought maybe you would when we watched it. Well, there was some funny stuff in it, but they seemed to put it all in the trailer. Yeah, it was a lot of it in the trailer. I liked it enough, but uh, also not as much as I expected to. It seemed, like I said, it seemed a bit longer than it was, but part of that was the kids coming in and bothering us. Psycho Gorman, pretty shockingly, has a critic score of 92% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 83 reviews by the professionals. Audience score, 63%. I'd put it somewhere in between there. This is in the 70s for me. It's very funny. Did you think it was very funny? Not very funny. There were some funny things in there. Well, I laughed a lot. All the actors were great. Yeah, you laugh at everything except me, so. Sometimes I laugh at you. Did you think the actors were really good? I thought the actors were great. Yeah. They were all super believable in their roles. Yeah, they did good. Uh, it's cheesy in a good way. I think that my two favorite actors, the ones that did the absolute best, were Mimi and the dad. I think his name was Greg. Mm-hmm. They were the they played their roles fucking awesome. Uh, it doesn't take itself super seriously, but it's also not like winking at the camera and letting everyone know that it's in on its own joke. Yeah, they play it pretty straight. I always, I always. When there's a movie like this, try to compare it to like Sharknado, who where Sharknado like lets you know over the top that it's a fucking joke and yeah. that it's in on oh, the joke. God, I hate those movies. That's like you can make these schlocky movies like this, but I think that's the mistake a lot of people make. They you can tell it's on purpose mm-hmm. with a movie like Sharknado, where instead of it just being good writing and like witty commentary. So I love these types of movies. Um, they obviously had next to no fucking money to spend on this movie. Mm-hmm. And they just went for it. I love how it's um, just people in costumes. Like you can tell all those suits are fucking costumes. Yeah. You can see the wrinkles and shit in them and it's fine. I fucking love it. I'm pretty sure they used a little bit of stop motion on a couple scenes mm-hmm. for the effects. Which again, I love it. All practical effects, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if there was any computer effects in this it sure didn't seem like there would have been and like i said all the actors were awesome so i really have no complaints except i thought despite it being a 95 minute movie it drugged just slightly it did i was bored so where are you ranking it i'm gonna put it between final destination and the love witch Ooh, so you like the love witch more than this no between Final Destination was oh, above, above, above it. Oh, above it. Okay. Because you really didn't like The Love Witch. No. And you... And Final Destination was under Tucker and Dale, which was also kind of a silly movie, but I liked it better. Yeah. I think The Love Witch was kind of a silly movie, too. Yeah. But I don't remember it being terribly funny. No, it got on my nerves. I liked them all. 
So that's it for us. Um, oh, I get to pick next, baby. Rom-com revenge next. Yippers. And then four horror oh, movies. Horror movies. I I bet you I know what one of them is. We'll see. Rom-com revenge first. Well, mini episode, then rom-com revenge. Do you have your rom-com picked out yet? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Did you and a friend pick this one out again? No. All you this time? Yeah. Have I seen it? Yeah, it's just time. It's just, oh no, I know what that means. <laughs> it's time. All right. Don't! Don't give it away! Okay. Should I cut that out? Yes. Should I just reverse it? <laughs> Don't give it make, away. Make people try to figure out what it is. Some people already have guesses if they're if they are true fans. <coughs> Trey. Mm. <laughs> They'll guess. Okay? okay. They'll know. All right. Well, I'm not Don't excited ruin for it. that. I'm not excited for that, but I hope you all are excited for it. Uh we'll see you next week with the mini episode. Bye.